You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Before your child starts school, you can read a lot about how to prepare them for the big days ahead. You talk to them about it, you read, you do visits to the school. If you're anything like me, the first term went well. For my child anyway, it was a bit hard on the first drop-off, but then it was pretty exciting. Now, in Term 2, the initial excitement seems to have worn off and the reality of five days of school a week from nine till three has sunk in. I think it might be about the structured time, measured out in bells, the teeming playgrounds, the being told what to do all day, every day. Derek McCormick is from the Parenting Research Centre and he's here to give us, and by that I mean me, (laughs) some advice on what to do. Hi Derek, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good, thank you. Well, I'm surviving. I I am finding this a little bit challenging Mm. uh, because my daughter did find the first term of school um, reasonably easy. It was a quite a simple drop-off for us, uh, whereas now she is um, less sure of herself. She is teary when I leave her. It breaks my heart, but I know I'm not the only one because we've actually had parents email us here at Kindling saying, what do we do if our five-year-old, six-year-old is not wanting to go to school anymore? Is it common that it can happen in term two as opposed to term, term one? It's a common experience that that we are aware of, uh, and I think it does come back to it, what you sort of in, you know, indicated. The the first term can be quite an exciting and new adventure, and then a certain amount of reality does tend to set in for for I think any any child in a new environment, uh, be it first school days or even in high school. Same thing seems to apply. So certainly a common thing for people to face. The um, and one of the things that we have you know, learned of over the years is that it can be coming and going, and it can be more extreme at times. Um, and the term school refusal uh, is a term you might hear uh, around, and what it really applies to is when it's quite extreme and when the child's getting quite upset, uh, even you know, having uh, tantrums or complaining of tummy aches, and it's, it's you know, quite a serious issue for trying to get through that uh, for parents. So school refusal, while, while that's not a, a diagnosis, it is a, it is a kind of a, a stressful uh, and difficult issue for parents to work through with children who are really kind of um, having difficulty, be it uh, term two or another time. And it does, it starts early. So Monday mornings in particular are possibly the hardest for us because we've just had a lovely weekend all together and then, you know, nobody likes Monday mornings, right? Um, But the pleas to parents can start as soon as they wake up. So you might hear, I don't want to go to school, questions about why do I have to go to school on repeat, you know, until you're dropping them off at the school gate. Do you have any advice on how we can respond to that? Yes, and it's a bit similar to other challenges that come can come around, you know, getting ready for school more generally. But when it gets a little uh, difficult, and, and this is this is the situation, one of the there's a couple of things that can help. Um, firstly, there's just uh, focusing in on how it is you're talking with your child, uh, either on that morning or uh, the day before, the night before. There there are some things that actually really help. Uh, for example, talking in positive ways about what what would make it okay, what would make things better. Uh, 
about the going to school. So that can help dig into, you know, what might be behind the worry or behind the refusal. So you uh, actually to, ask your child what 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 could happen to make you want to go to school? Is that what you mean? Or Yeah, what kind of things would make it more okay if we did this or we did that? So kind of a bit of problem solving about what would make it uh, uh, easier or more okay. That can help maybe, uh, you know, find out a little more about what's behind it. But also it's just a, a positive way to go about, you know, problem solving together as much as you can. So what can make it a little more okay? Uh, and then also in that talking with, with the child, uh, either again on the morning or, or before then, it's really helpful to be re- um, quite clear in how you speak. So as well as being positive about this school day, uh, being very clear. And for example, you might be saying when you go to school rather than if you go to school, because if, if a child has stayed home for part of a day or a whole day, it might uh, that might lead to them thinking that can happen quite easily or, or could happen again. So talking about when things will happen rather than if they'll happen is a good, a good thing to do. But generally keeping it positive as possible because the positive attitude to that kind of a challenge is actually infectious. And, and even on the morning, it can, it can be hard on a Monday morning, but even on a, on, in that moment, trying to role model some of those kind of positive frames of mind about what's happening and uh, and how you communicate. So that's the first main thing. It's, it's sort of how you talk about it and being clear and, and encouraging about, okay, what would make this easier? And then besides that, there are more kind of practical things that can help. Um, for example, staying calm within yourself when, when those moments are happening. It it's can be a challenge, but that really does help. Remaining calm when having the conversation or dealing with the, the sort of um, difficulty. And another practical thing that can help is if a child does, for example, stay home, it's, you know, really, really, um, it's, it's just too difficult and they stay home for a few hours or, or a day. One practical thing that can help is having the home be a little bit boring during that time. <laughs> so it's, so it's uh, not a it's fun kind of thing made, to stay yeah. at home. Um, I just want to ask, when we were talking earlier about how, you know, school can be a pretty huge concept for kids, in the conversations that you're having with your children, do you have any advice on how um, we can help them get their heads around both the reason they go to school and then why it's so structured. You know, they have recess, they have lunch, there's lots of kids. It's a whole new world for them. I mean, do you have any advice on how we can help children um, sort of, I don't know, ease into that environment a bit more now that they've started school, of course? Yes. Um, Again, linking to that kind of communication angle, um, while you might be tempted to talk about the, um, you know, the, 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 the importance of school and that can help and, and the, the importance of being with other children and how it's all a good thing. It, one of the main things we find helps is focusing on um, being encouraging and praising them for, for every, every bit of um, effort they do make. So, for example, um, when talking about getting ready and noticing that they are doing, doing their bit in the morning, being really specific and, and, and praising uh, about what you see them doing. Uh, and if that relates to school, like getting the bag ready or or simply, you know, being ready to go, uh, being specific and saying things that are encouraging, like, I see that, you know, this is a bit tricky or this is a bit hard and I see that you're doing, you're trying really hard and that's really great. 
And that seems straightforward, but it, it's those little um, interactions that help with the emotional stuff and the anxiety. Uh, and it helps with their own sense of, um, you know, of, of, of being able, being up to this. So encouraging and praising is really important, uh, as well as reminding them of the good things, the positive things about the school experience, so talking about friends and talking about um, what they look forward to. And, I mean, look, finally, and this is definitely just for the parents out there, including me, it can be really hard to see your child distressed and upset when you leave them at school. I definitely keep my sunglasses firmly on my face so she can't see that it's upsetting me. Mm. Um, But, you know, it's not like daycare um, where you can just call and they'll say they've seen them or, you know, you know that they're sitting on a carer's lap being cuddled and, you know, distracted with play and things like that. I mean, do you have any advice for parents who Mm. um, are trying to implement all these things that you mentioned, they're doing the right thing to get their kid in the right space, but then they're trying, finding it really hard just to be okay with the fact that their kid's not um, coping very well? Mm, Yes, within themselves. That's a great question. I, I would say a couple of things there. One, a couple of things that can help. One is um, if if it helps, it can actually be one strategy to have you say goodbye um, at home and have someone else, uh, if possible, you know, do the drop off because sometimes that can be a little easier for, for the child or parent uh, depending on where the goodbye is happening. So that's one idea that some, some try. Uh, another thing is it can help parents a lot to just have a quick chat with the school, with teacher or principal around difficulty they'll be uh, you know receptive to that challenge and aware of it and they may even have some advice around um, specialist staff to talk about if, if that's going to help so talking with others and, and lastly to help with that um, parent level sort of stress looking at how the morning is organized and then what the routines are each morning and starting a little earlier you know if that helps 10 minutes earlier than you normally would start your morning routine those are um, little logistical things that can help your own um, frame of mind and your stress level should this arise. Derek, thank you so much for your advice. I'm going to apply it tomorrow morning. <laughs> thank you. That's Derek McCormick from the Parenting Research Centre. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.